Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Saints and siblings in Christ, good morning. It is good to be back with you. I kind of wish that I had left this particular set of texts for our illustrious intern. (laughs) But it's still good to be back with you. All right, so it's been a couple months since I stood before you last. And so I thought I'd start out with a pop quiz. If I say, my talk talks and my walk talks, you say, but my walk talks louder than my talk talks. My talk talks and my walk talks, but my walk talks louder than my talk talks. You guys did really well. Good work. What we say matters, but what we do matters even more. Friends, I spent the last week in scenic, scenic, lovely, beautiful Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) Serving as a voting member of the 16th Churchwide Assembly of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America on behalf of you and the rest of the folks in the St. Paul Area Synod. And if you heard that sentence and you thought to yourself, I do not know what any of those words mean, (laughs) that is okay. Basically, I and about a thousand other folks from our particular flavor of the Lutheran church from all over the United States and the Caribbean got together for a week of worship and meetings and discernment on behalf of you and all the rest of the members of the over 8,000 other ELCA congregations. This assembly functions as the highest legislative body of our denomination, and it gathers every three years for prayer and planning for the direction of our larger church, as well as discussion about the places in which the Holy Spirit continues to guide and push our congregations into the world. Now, to be totally honest with you, it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking. We talked a lot of talk over the past five days. We made a lot of changes to governing documents and policies and procedures, which is something interesting to me, but not to the average human being, and that's fair. We argued, we debated, we prayed, we confessed our sins together, and we received and gave forgiveness. We broke bread together with people who we agree with and people who we wildly disagree with. And while you can take time, and I hope that you do at least watch a little bit of the, of the videos of the entire event uh, online, you can certainly do that. There are a couple things that I want to lift up to you today about what we accomplished this past week. We addressed the reality of racism and named the sin of white supremacy within us the whitest denomination within the United States. In particular, we issued a public and formal apology on behalf of our whole church to Iglesia Lutherana Santa Maria Peregrina, the St. Mary Lutheran Church in Stockton, California, for the pain that individuals and systems within our denomination caused to that congregation this past December. We were challenged by members of our American Indian and Alaska Native congregations to continue to work for justice on behalf of mission, uh, missing and murdered indigenous women and girls and acknowledged the part of our predecessors 
in perpetuating harm through boarding schools in the U.S. and in Canada. We heard from pastors and deacons who are women, black, indigenous, and people of color, and LGBTQIA2S plus folks about their continued pattern of discrimination that they face in congregations, seminaries, and from synods as they strive to find calls within this church. And we as a body called for changes to our church's internal policies that would address injustices within our on leave from call status. We elected a new ELCA vice president, which is the highest office that a layperson can hold within our denomination. His name is Imram Suduki, and he is the first Asian American to hold this position, and he is an altogether hilarious and delightful individual, and I encourage you to go and watch videos of him, because seriously, hilarious and delightful, and I know that he will bless the work of our church. We approved a memorial that would restructure the governance of our church, calling for a commission that will take a look at the way in which we do things as a larger church and offering solutions to issues than suggesting changes to our structures. We confessed our sins. We dwelt deeply in the scriptures through Bible study after Bible study after Bible study and worship service after worship service after worship service. And throughout it all, beautifully, we found consensus and moved forward on a truly remarkable number of things. It was a phenomenal week of being the church together. And while it may not seem like all of those things will have an impact on what we do right here at All Saints, I promise that they do. As our presiding bishop, the Reverend Elizabeth Eaton, likes to say, we are the church, we are the church together, we are the church for the sake of the world. What we do, what we say, and how we do that matters. Now, of course, we all know that unless we walk the walk, unless we do the work, and we put all of these words, all of these things into action, it's just empty words. It's just a lot of talk, which conveniently brings us right to our readings for today. In our gospel text this morning, we hear a challenging word from Jesus. I say challenging, but it's pretty harsh, right? There are words of anger and frustration. Instead of peace, Jesus says, there will be division. Instead of unity, there will be conflict. Families will be divided, communities will be shaken, and God's call, Jesus asserts, forces us into discomfort. We are reminded in this text today that the good news, the gospel, is a word that comforts the afflicted, but also afflicts the comfortable. This life of faith that we lead, this walking walk that we are committed to, is not about pursuing comfort for ourselves, but demanding justice for others. Jesus reminds us in this text that the work that we are called to, quite frankly, might just piss some people off, and it probably should. And his frustration in these words is that his followers don't seem to get that yet. As we gathered for our closing worship on Friday, we heard a sermon from the Reverend Patricia Davenport, Bishop of the Southeastern Pennsylvania Synod, and she told us a story. 
a story about four people named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done, and everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought no, anybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. And it ended up being that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have done. <laughs> I will use that again because I love it. <laughs> Saints and siblings in Christ, there is a lot of work to be done. Enough for everybody. Not just in the larger church, but right here at home. As we head back to school and off to work, at home, in the grocery store, at the voting booth, on the street corners, with our mission partners in this community, the walk that you walk makes a difference. I am so grateful to be a part of a church that calls us to action. And I am blessed to serve in a congregation with all y'all who know the importance of living out lives of faith that share the exuberant, radical, all-encompassing love of God each and every day. People of God, there are days when you might just feel like a nobody. Like nothing you do really matters. But let me tell you, there were all a bunch of nobodies trying to tell everybody about somebody who wants to save anybody. And that's awesome. And for that, we can all say...